I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Dave Hooker also in the second hour. We'll catch some Rocky Top talk with him. And hour three, J.C. Sherbert. I reached out to catch. I wanted to get catch on from Orange Bloods today. I've not heard back. Don't know that we'll get catch this week. We'll get him back probably next week. But I made the attempt, y'all. Catch is, I'm sure, occupied with a lot of items, but. We will get him on this show again very soon. 615-844-5600. On Twitter, at Bill is King. And you can email the show, BillIsKing7 at gmail.com. Wow. Brian Kelly wiped out his entire defensive staff. Now, they were god forsaken atrocious on defense this year. As good as they are offensively, they're basically the opposite of Iowa. If you want to comp somewhere, basically the polar opposite of Iowa. There's no reason for LSU not to be good on defense. He wiped out the entire staff. I was telling Blake, Brian Kelly, when there needs to be a move, doesn't worry very often like lots of coaches do about upsetting your buddy and firing them. Coaches think about that stuff more than the average fan knows. And I'm sure it is tough to fire people on your staff that you're with all day, every day, and the families are together from time to time. That's difficult. That's very difficult. I'm not saying it's easy, but he has cleaned out his entire defensive staff. And remember the last time Brian Kelly had a disastrous defense, 
is when they hired Bram Van Gorder, it was a catastrophe. He fired him in season and elevated Greg Hudson. Actually, didn't elevate him. Greg Hudson wasn't on the staff. Gave him the defense to make it through the year. Greg's a good friend of mine. And then went out and hired Mike Elko which was a fantastic hire, and absolutely it got the job done. Yeah. Went out and hired Elko, who brought his buddy Clark Lee with him. Elko left after a year to go to A&M. Clark Lee took over. Notre Dame's defense was in fantastic shape almost overnight with that hire. He's not afraid to make moves. One of the names you hear for that job is Blake Baker at Missouri. He has done a wonderful job there. Their offense gets most of the pub because of the way Schrader played at running back, Brady Cook at quarterback, Luther Burden at receiver, how well they played. They won 11 games this year, but that defense last couple of years has been really good for Missouri, very much improved. Three years ago, they didn't play a lick of defense at Missouri, and Blake Baker is a name now. LSU's got lots of money, but Missouri's not afraid to spend either. This will be interesting. If you're Blake Baker, though, do you look at it as if, okay, this is LSU. It's a gold mine opportunity, and they're rock bottom defensively. I go in there and take that over, and the next step is being a head coach. If I get that done, which LSU is a job where you should absolutely be able to get it done, get it turned around, then you're starting to be on head coaching lists. And maybe that's what he's thinking. Nothing's happened. That's just a name. There's been several names mentioned. Blake would love it to be Clark Lee, but Clark Lee still has uh, his Vanderbilt time to consume. And we all know that's not going to end well because you don't win at Vanderbilt. And Clark Lee is a brilliant defensive coordinator over here on West End. Just 30 minutes or so from the Wilco Kiosk location of this radio show. But this year's not the year. I would think after next year, 24 will be another catastrophic, I should say, Vanderbilt football season. And maybe that's it. Don't know where they turn, but it's it's a difficult gig. But And he can sit and count his money or get a defensive coordinator job. But that's what Blake would like to see happen. But the timing isn't right as of right now. We talked about even though the portal a couple of nights ago was closed, that's not all encompassing. If you played a bowl game or a playoff game late, They give you a five-day window, and now you're seeing the Alabama names in the portal. couple of them that stand out, Eli Holstein, who is the freshman from Zachary, Louisiana. He is in the portal. That was never going to work out for him. There were too many quarterbacks in that room. They're bringing in the signed kid from California, which is recruiting over him. He's not even considered the best freshman there. Dylan Lonergan is out of Georgia. He had to go. 
I can see that point. Now, Ty Simpson is staying. Ty Simpson is staying. I don't know if he's ever the quarterback at Alabama. But he is staying, according to his dad, Jason, in a comment. That Ty's always loved Alabama. It's in his heart. He's going to stick it out. If he wants to be the quarterback, that's not a good move, I don't think. But, again, he needs to do what makes him happy, and apparently that makes him happy. Seth McLaughlin, the starting center for Alabama, is also in the portal. He's in the portal. People are criticizing him for bad snaps and this and that. He's a solid center. He's a solid player. I know he's not a strength for their team, but and they've got others. Trying to remember, guys, all the names I saw. Earl Little, I remember, would be one. He's a DB. Christian Story is another one. Shaz Preston, receiver. Malik Benson, wide receiver. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Monkel Goodwine, a defensive lineman. Alabama has to get better at wide receiver. Alabama is not unique or particularly scary or explosive by the standards we set for them. They've set for themselves. They're just not. They got to get better there. Got to get better there. And the bowl game against Michigan kind of brought back some of the problems with Milro. As well as he started playing, it once again exposed the limitations you have with him outside of his incredible explosive running abilities. Yeah. Got exposed again. What do they do about that? Is the question. And Tommy Rees, now, I'll say this. The Notre Dame-South Carolina bowl game a year ago wasn't anything like a playoff game. I understand the difference in the importance level. But Tommy Reese calling for a pass down on the goal line against South Carolina that went for a pick six, you asked Tyler Buckner to do that, was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. One of the worst calls ever. A lot of people are saying this call at the end of the Michigan game in overtime, fourth down play, was a horrible call. I don't necessarily agree. Now, it wasn't the right call, simply as Nick said, because it didn't work. If it didn't work, apparently it wasn't the right call. But if you were Alabama, and this is after two timeouts, one each, what's your best bet in that situation? Your best bet is to take the best athlete on the field and give him the ball. Remember this lesson, y'all. I've told you various times through the years, a coach, it was cut. Yeah, Coach Cut, the deity. About 30 years ago, we were talking. This is when he would be friendly from time to time. About calling plays, particularly in the red zone. And he said, huge mistake made by coaches all the time. He said, don't overthink it. Think players, 
not plays. When you're down there, think players, not plays. Don't try and fancy it up and get cute and trick everybody. Feed your best playmaker. Well, their best playmaker is the quarterback. I understand the play did not work, but I would probably, if I'm the play caller in that moment, wanting Milro with the ball, I'd probably prefer to get him out on the edge somewhere so he has more latitude to make plays and be an explosive athlete. If you're running him in the tackle box, you're limiting his athleticism. Basically, you're thwarting his athleticism. You're asking him to be a fullback. You're asking him to be Tim Tebow or Mike Allstat in that moment. I don't think it was such a horrible call due to the fact that I think the right guy had his hands on the ball. TJ, top of hour two. We're just getting started. Dave Hooker, also hour two. Omni Nashville Hotel. Oh, got an update. Good morning. Starting to load up just a bit on 24 westbound as you come out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through the Hickory Hollow area, headed towards Nashville. Traffic looking good right now in Brentwood, Franklin, 65 going northbound up through the section of Williamson County. It's been quiet so far. I-40 as you come in from Wilson County. A little bit of radar in Wilson and Smith Counties this morning. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. And now, the fine folks at Maximum Power Electric are reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Maximum Power Electric. For residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs, give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426. 615-840-2426. That's Maximum Power Electric. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Get closer to Bill King, about this week. We're supposed to be at the Omni tomorrow. That has been moved to the following Friday. We will not be at the Omni tomorrow. I know several have asked me about it, and I told you earlier in the week we would be there. Got a call, and just scheduling-wise, it was not fitting with everybody, so it's next Friday. Just a little schedule adjustment there. Yeah, it'll be a week from tomorrow. We'll be back at the Omni. Allen in Tampa says, Bill, I would hire the Iowa defensive coordinator. Well, you're talking about Phil Parker. Phil Parker has been at Iowa from day one with Kirk Ferentz. Now, Phil played at Michigan State. He was a DB there in the... uh, What would that have been, early 80s? Somewhere in there. Played for Sparty. But he has spent, remember, Kirk Ferentz's first year was 99, and Phil Parker was with him at that time. He is a fantastic defensive coordinator. I just looked it up. I wanted to check this. He's making about 1-5, which is good money. His side of the ball, every game they play knows they're not going to get any help from the other side. And he still has an outstanding unit. And he's very happy in Iowa City. I don't think you could go get Phil Parker as long as Kirk Ferentz is there. Throw a bunch of money and swag at him and cities and maybe a 
bigger historic brand and excite him. That's not what he's about. He's very comfortable in Iowa City. I don't think just because there's a big, bad brand that's way sexier than Iowa, I don't think he sees it that way. You never know, but I just don't think he sees it that way. Let me look this up real quick and find out. He is, Phil is 59, about to be 60. Now, that's not old. It's not young either. But about at what point in life, if you're a coach and you've been making really good money, is it not about sexier university and way more money? when you're as comfortable as all get-out in Iowa City. Or $1.5 spends a long way, right? But, yeah, yeah, no, Alan, good, good, uh, good topic there. I just don't think he can get pride away. Yeah, I don't think so. Coach Marshall said the Iowa OC needs to be sent to Pop Warner. Well, that is Kirk Ferentz's son, Brian, and he's out. What did we learn about a month, six weeks ago they announced he's out? And let me say this. Brian Ferentz is a good old line coach. If I had an opening, that might be a guy I talk to as the O-line coach. O-line coach. O-line coach is an incredibly important position. O-line coach, I think, is one of the most important jobs you can have on a staff. What you have to do, tackle to tackle, player by player, job responsibility, cohesion, it's, it's like an orchestra. It's like being the maestro of an orchestra. Now, I'm not musically inclined, but if you and I hear music and somebody's out of tune or somebody's making a mistake, you can hear it, right? Same with an offensive line. One tiny mistake. Everybody else did their job. Four of the linemen executed their job responsibility. One guy messes something up. It ruins it for all five, probably. It's an incredibly important job. He's a good offensive line coach. Now, again, I don't know what he's going to do. Sit back, count your money. I, I don't know. He's been well taken care of, so that's that's not an issue. Yeah, that's not. Not an issue. Jim and Jupiter, this is a good comparison. Bill, Phil Parker seems like a lifer, kind of like Mickey Andrews and Bud Foster. It's a very good comparison. Some coordinators, particularly with some age, are totally content with their job and really have no other aspiration. I don't want to be in the main office. I don't want to be the guy who gets the call at 2 in the morning, little Johnny's drunk down at the bar and trying to fight people. I'd rather not be the guy in the main office. 
Yeah, 2 in the morning, and uh, little Johnny and some other dudes got into it with some frat boys, and there's broken bones, and somebody's on the way to the hospital, and one of the players, they cannot get to calm down. Some coaches don't need that in their lives. And good coordinators right now, like at Iowa or SEC, they make they make seven figures. Phil Parker has been there, what, almost 25 years? He's probably made 15 million bucks. Was there some here's a question. Let me let me look this up again. Now that I think about it. Wasn't Parker, well, maybe not. Was he with Saban for a brief time at Toledo coaching on the defensive side of the ball? There might have been an overlap there. There might have been. Because I know he was at Toledo, and I'm trying to figure out, I do think that somewhere in there he might have spent a year with Nick Saban. Phil Parker. But anyways, no, no, no. He's Phil Parker is very happy and content. Yeah, very, very happy and content. Tom and Myrtle Beach talking about the Tommy Reza play call on fourth and no tomorrow in the semifinal game. Bill, there's a difference between a horrible call and a horribly executed call. Yeah. I'm not here to defend it all because, as Nick said very succinctly, we played the clip a couple days ago. Play didn't work. If it didn't work, it was a bad call. But I don't think it's the worst call in the history of mankind like some are preaching. It was a call that you won't forget because of the moment. It was the last play of a season in a playoff game. Now, it might not have been the last play if they converted there, but I would have gotten the ball in Miro's hands too. I just don't think I would have thrown him at the mercy into the teeth of that Michigan defense. Another note. Michigan was the better team at the line of scrimmage. Clearly. Now, I know the score. Heck, Bama had a seven-point lead with four minutes to go. But if you watch that game from early on, the better line of scrimmage either way, offense to defense, defense to offense, was Michigan in that ballgame. That's not to be debated. And to run your quarterback into the teeth on a compressed field, that's the problem. Miro is a green grass, explosive, home run hitting athlete. He's not your fullback. He's not your demolition man. Yeah, that's, that's the issue there with that particular play. 
Coming up, TJ, TJ Pettinger, top of our two. We'll talk Florida State and college football with him. After that, Dave Hooker from Off the Hook Sports. He covers Rocky Top. We'll talk some balls. Tom pulled up. A, and again, you know one of my pet peeves. It's listed 2024, way too early, top 25. Why they always have to put that as a disclaimer, I don't know. Why is it too early? And why do you feel inclined to say that? Hey, it's way too early, but here's my top. 25. They've got Bama 1, Georgia 2, Michigan, Duckies number 4, Texas 5. So in the top 5, you've got three SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. All right, after that, Utah, Big 12. Ohio State, they've got seven. Ole Miss, I'm going to say it again, y'all. And we'll see if they live up to the hype or not. This is the most anticipated Ole Miss team returning in my lifetime. I'm going to say it and I'll repeat it. We'll see if they can handle it. Ole Miss number eight, Boomers Sooner nine, Clemson ten. So in the top ten, you've got how many? Bama, Georgia, Texas, Ole Miss, OU. Five of the ten in the top ten from the SEC. From the B1G, you got Michigan, Oregon. Ohio State, there's three. Am I skipping anybody? I don't think. Notre Dame, number 11. Penn State, number 12. Arizona, what a year they had. Florida State on this one is 14. LSU, 15. UW, 16. There's Missouri. Kansas State. Oklahoma State, Iowa. NC State, SC, Miami, SMU, and Kansas. Tennessee should be in there. Yeah, Tennessee's, there's no way they're not in there. They are, this Tennessee team is, I think, a potential 10-2 and team. Now, again, everything would have to go well. They're phenomenally upgraded at quarterback. The kid they've got at quarterback will not be something that renders them like this last year. They've got a superstar talent at quarterback. One missing offensive lineman, and they're trying to plug that in the portal right now. Very well off at running back. Brew McCoy coming back at receiver. Holden stays coming in at tight end. A defensive line that is very deep, very deep, and also adding the Ross kid from Alabama 
They've got plenty of depth there. Now, the secondary has been a catastrophe. That's the biggest problem. But that's a potential 10-2 and two type team. Now, again, whether they get there or not, we'll find out. But that, that team should be in there. Probably won't beat Alabama. They don't, other than a year ago, they don't beat Alabama. Not going to beat Georgia. Everything else is winnable. They don't play Texas. They do play Oklahoma. And they get them in Norman. And the storyline in that game is going to be Josh Heupel, former superstar quarterback for them, who was fired by them. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, today, 2 o'clock, Notre Dame, Ole Miss. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Whew. Let me let me think through this. <sighs> Lines of scrimmage. I'll favor Notre Dame. And Ole Miss is going to be good. Their defensive front's going to be pretty wicked. I'll favor Notre Dame. Dart and Leonard, I think that's a wash. Receiving core, returning, even though I like Notre Dame, has got to give it to Ole Miss. Quinchon Judkins, and I like Notre Dame's running backs are very deep, and I'll take Judkins. Defensive front, I'll still take Notre Dame. Linebackers, I'll take Notre Dame. Secondary, I'll take Notre Dame. Ole Miss, though. Today, 2 o'clock. Yeah, I'll take Ole Miss. I think they win that game. Good morning. Starting to pick up a little bit more volume just in the last few minutes coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville on 24 westbound. As you come up through Laverne, Smyrna is still holding up I-40 through the Mount Julian area, leaving Wilson County towards Nashville. Still looking good right now through Brentwood Franklin on 65 northbound. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring in all four locations. You can order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. 
You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. These are necessary pains that this football team needs to go through for the betterment of the long-term future. This team needs to get younger. This team needs to change directions. Total, complete makeover. I don't think it needs to patch up. I think it needs to burn down to the studs and start over. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. knows all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. The LSU fired Matt House, their defensive coordinator. D-line coach Jimmy Lindsey. Corner coach Robert Steeples and safety Kerry Cooks. Who was it that just brought up, hey, Bill, there's an analyst at Illinois that I would be looking at. That was no Kev. He's talking about Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard was the longtime Wisconsin defensive coordinator and a fantastic D coordinator. I don't know if Jim Leonard is a geographical guy or not. Manning, he wants to be in the Big Ten footprint. That's where he wants to live. That's where he wants to be on a staff. I don't know. I would reach out to him. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I would have a conversation as to his feelings on an opening. I absolutely would. Yeah, I would. Tommy Myrtle Beach talking about Milrose play. Bill, the center, who's now in the portal, Seth McLaughlin, missnapped the ball. Milrose panicked and dove forward. If he had time to wait for a block, it might have had a chance. How in game 14 is the center so bad? Some plays he literally rolled the ball on the ground to Milrose. Yeah, I feel really bad for him. He's got another year to play. He was the starting center there this year, and that game, that moment, what have you, I'm sure is a freaking nightmare. I'm sure. That's a tough job, man. Your job in today's environment is to blindly snap the ball to the quarterback 
what? What's the average number of plays a game? Let's just say it's 70. If you're speeding it up, it might be 85, 90, what have you. Let's just say 70 times. 70 times a game, you've got to blindly snap the ball to the quarterback who's in the shotgun, and then you have to be athletic enough to take on a D-tackle or whoever's lined up over you, depending on the alignment. But it's going to be a three-technique or a a zero-tech, a nose, whatever. And it's going to be a guy about 6'3 half, 315 pounds, who's more athletic and bench presses a house and squats two houses. It's a tough gig. Now, I'm not excusing him, but that's a tough gig. That is. And you're kind of the quarterback up front, the, all the checks and everything. A tough gig, man. And it was not a good night, as Tom pointed out. It was not at all a good evening for him. Josh up in Picktown, who was just down here, man, in the 615, having a good time. Bill, so the Buckeyes fired Justin Fry and bring in Brian Ferentz? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't necessarily be all bent out of shape about that. Mike the Mad Dog, Bill, LSU should try and take Jim Knowles from Blackbeard. Jim Knowles done a good job. Yeah, they have done a very, very good job. Allen down in, uh, even though he's been in Fort Myers working, I don't know if he's still there, but Allen from Tampa. Says, Bill, some rumors down here is that they have interest in the Candy Canes defensive coordinator. (laughs) What? Who would that be? (laughs) Is that, is that, uh, is that Manny Diaz? No, Manny, Manny is, uh, actually, Manny's the head coach at Duke. Which, by the way, I like Manny. I don't think that's going to be. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work out very well. The coordinator there is Lance Guidry for Miami. And you know that in in Cajun lore, Guidry is a that's you know that that's a that's a Cajun type name man it is he's from Louisiana and I just looked he played at McNeese State and he'd been at Marshall previously he'd been at Florida Atlantic heck he was up over the border at Western Kentucky for a while but yeah, he's the defensive coordinator. There's he's from that state. He's from that state. So could something happen there? I guess. I guess it's very possible. But LSU's a really good gig. That's all I know. Brent down in Macon. Bill, regarding the Milro call, the issue being it was the final play of the season and will be remembered forever. I still regularly replay the final play of the twenty twelve SEC championship game. 
Murray's tip ball headed to Mitchell, deflected to Conley, and caught on instinct. Clock runs out. Yeah, that was that was tough. Need to make a play right there. The winner of that game is going to win the national championship because you're playing Notre Dame. A team that was a Brian Kelly team that was undefeated, but was not good enough to win a championship game. And got dominated. That that play right there would have been a Mark Rick national championship if executed. Mark Rick would have a natty next to his name right now. With that play. We will not be at the Omni tomorrow. That got changed Wednesday afternoon. It'll be next Friday. Next Friday. Good morning, watching traffic increase just in the last few minutes on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Coming in right now from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville. Still looks good over here on 65 down through Millersville as that traffic increases on Vietnam Vets just a bit out through Hendersonville on Vietnam Vets going westbound, approaching Conference Drive. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's got to be Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Pogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, Papa Pogue. 12.26 a.m. yesterday morning. 
Grace. Uh, Alice Rose, eight pounds, one ounce, mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. DJ Top of Hour 2. About 15 minutes. A little less than that, actually. Dave Hooker coming up, hour two, and J.C. Sherbert, hour three. Tried to get catch today, and I've not heard back. Jeff Ketchum, Orange Bloods, but we'll get him. Probably next week, but we'll get him. No Omni, just let me repeat. Found out Wednesday that is moved to just for this month, next Friday, a week from tomorrow. We'll be at the Omni. Coach Pete to be with us tomorrow morning by phone. He was coming down to the Omni, so I had to contact him. Sam Dog down in middle Georgia. Bill, we talk about offensive plays that have a huge impact on careers and championships. But what about the defensive plays that it could have been made or special teams? If they actually stop the kick six play or if Georgia stops second and 26, what are others? Well, one of the most Famous plays is the goal line stand. What would that have been? 78-79, the Penn State Sugar Bowl, Alabama game. That was Mike Gooman, Barry Krause. We're talking about how Seth McLaughlin feels, and he's in the portal, starting center for Alabama. After that Penn State-Alabama game, and I've told you this, and I wish the, the time that I had the long sit-down with Joe Pa, and this is about a year before everything blew up, one summer before, I wished I'd asked him about this. But we were mainly talking about the current situation, the sweater vest just got fired, Terrell Pryor, all that. But I wished I could have gone back, had time, and thought to go back to that game because I was reading about it many years ago after that game, into the spring, all the way into the next spring, three, four months down the road, Joe Pa is moping around and just replaying that one moment over and over in his brain, and it's haunting him. And it's even happening at home. He's moping around at home, and his wife, Sue, apparently grabbed him and said, you're going to have to move on. Like had a come-to-Jesus meeting with him. Yeah. I don't, those, those moments, whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, not everybody has a moment that big, I'm saying. But, but for you personally, it's big. 
just because it's not on TV and it's not the Sugar Bowl or it's not the Michigan-Alabama game in lovely Pasadena, it's still a big moment to the individual. But that's a incredible moment. What about in the Southern Cal, Texas Rose Bowl? Southern Cal's got the ball. It's fourth and short. If they convert the games over, they're winning. For whatever reason, Reggie Bush isn't even in the game. They give it to Lindale White. The ball gets uh, thwarted. The ball gets stopped. And you give the ball back to Superman and you lose the ball game because Superman's going to do Superman things. Vince Young as a college player. Superman. There's a moment. Big moment. Huge moment. Allen and Tampa, Bill, LSU should take a look at the Florida defensive coordinator. He has a tool shit. <laughs> Tony in Atlanta, Bill, while not quite in the same building, Mark Richt and Ryan Day were both a play away from changing their fates in similar situations. Yeah. Is Ryan Day, I know they're not necessarily like-wise in personality, but are they similar as coaches? That's an interesting one. Shannon up in South Bend, Bill. Maybe Brian Kelly should look to Brian Van Gorder as his next defensive coordinator. I'm sure he's available. We all know how well that worked out up here. Fired him in season. I get a text from, uh, he calls himself HUD, Greg Hudson. Hey, Bill HUD here. I'm the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. Now, just enter him. They actually settled down a little bit, played better. And then they went out and got Elko, and the rest is history, bud. And Brian Kelly tells the story. Blake talks about it, how he was in Brian Van Gorder's wedding. And now he's having to fire him in season because the defense at Notre Dame literally collapsed. There was no defense. There ain't no defense. Craig, up in North Augusta, South Carolina, Montario Hardesty, out as the running back coach, former Tennessee running back, good running back at Tennessee, Montario Hardesty. Rumor has Jimmy Smith coming home. Ask JC what he's hearing. Great hire if it works out. He's talking about a few of the names here. Yeah, we will. About 20 minutes into hour three. JC will be with us. All right, we got to get a break. Coming right back. TJ Pittenger as we continue. Omni Nashville Hotel.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, 